You're listening to Animal Radio. Seems to be a lot of calls in queue for Joy Tudor. I know. Everybody wants to speak to their I think most of them have passed on, too. What, the listeners or the... No, the animals, the animals they want to talk to. I'm sorry. So confused there. one 405 to talk to the animal communicator or the veterinarian, Dr. Debbie. She's the animal radio vet. She actually takes care of all the animals here at uh, Animal Radio. And there's a lot of animals. Also, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny Penn, uh, Susan Sims, Bobby working feverishly on news over there. What are you working on? Well... We all know that the most hated man to so-called singers in America is, in fact, Simon Cowell. But I have some details coming up in the news. <laughs> Wait that a second. I really like him. <laughs> I do, too, because he's blatantly... Well, neither are half those people. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I, I got to side with Simon on it a lot of time. So you're saying he has a, a soft, he's a soft spot, huh? He's got a soft spot, and I got details about where you can find it coming up in the news. Ooh, all very good. If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, let's get you on the phones right now. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. It's not just a pretty color. Kelly. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Good, thanks, you. Good. You're on with Animal Communicator Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. Hello there. Who would you like to talk to today? I have a kitty who was almost 20 when I had to put her down. Her name was Samantha, but I called her my little dubby one. Little dubby one? Little dubby one. Okay. And how long ago did you put her down? Uh, it's probably two years now since I put her down. Oh, there she is. Okay, hi. Okay. Um, yes, she says she is so delighted and she's so excited in my mind about talking to you. She said, do you know that she comes, not all the time, but every now and then she'll come and sleep with you in her spirit form? Oh, she always slept with me. That was one of my questions. I wondered about that because she always slept in this one certain spot and now one of our dogs sleeps with and I wondered if she would be irritated by that because she doesn't really like dogs. She says, well, a couple of things about that. First of all, she tried to get that dumb dog to move, but there was just no use trying to do that because it's like you have to have something between the ears in order to pay enough attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of her opinion about the dog. And um, she said, but she found a spot that was okay for her. It's right kind of by the, um, the crook of your neck. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I was wondering if she knew how much I loved her and how much she meant to me. She said, of course, and she wants. She kind of wants to educate anyone that's listening and let everybody know that they always know that. They know that sometimes more than even we know how much because have you ever noticed that sometimes you realize all of a sudden you loved them more than you even realized you did? Yeah. Well, they know how much even if we yes. don't realize it. So, yes, she totally knows that. She says she totally loves you. Please don't think of her in the past tense. Okay. Because she's she, still around. Is she up there with our other dog that we had to put down whose name was Kelly? Because she never liked her very much. She goes, well, plip, plip, plip. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. We always figured she was up there bossing her around. She 
said, well, she actually helped her cross over, which was uh, a nice thing on, on the dog's part. She just calls her the dog. Oh, the dog helped my kitty cross over? Yeah. Oh, because the dog went first, that's to the dog. Will I ever see my kitty again? She said, well, sure. She just doesn't know when you're thinking about. So when would you like to see her again? I guess I'd like to know that she'd be there to help me cross over when it's my time to go. She said, oh, well, heaven, that's always a given. They'll all be there. Thank you. She's imagining a group of, like, hundreds there to help you when it's time for you to pass. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love her dearly. She says she loves you, too, and keep talking to her because she does hear you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Thank you for your call, Kelly. 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. I can't figure out why they put our names in the intro. We're like, uh, we're the airbag. We're the zoo masters. The real dream team happens to be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog behavior questions. Vinnie Penn with your funny ha-ha-ha. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims with your travel talk. And, of course, Bobby working feverishly on news. Now, Bobby is kind of a news geek. She travels around with her uh, beeper, and she twitters, and she face tubes, and she does all of that stuff. For what? For what? What? For Animal Radio. For Animal Radio. And you're working on news now? What do you got coming up? Well, you know, everybody in the world is is talking about the H1N1 flu and whether or not you've had your flu shot or if you're going to get it and all this stuff. What about your dog? Really? No one's There's talking the about the dog. Flu. Is there a canine? Uh, well, there is, and I'm going to talk about it in the news. I'm going to stick around just for that. Well, not just for that. I'm also going to stick around for animal communicator Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. How are you doing today? I'm so marvelous. How about yourself? Very good. Now, big question on the phones. Can you talk to animals that have passed, like my childhood cat or my childhood dog? I can talk to anybody on the other side that wants to talk to you, and that actually even includes humans. Oh, very good. Well, let's keep it to the animals today. one 405 8405 Any one of the Dream Team, it's your beck and call right now. Let's, uh, which one? Well, they're all. You want to go to three? Let's go to three. We haven't given line three any attention today. I believe we have Linda on it. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. Where are you? I am in Phoenix, Arizona. Hmm, beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Temperatures in the 70s. I don't want to leave. I'm a truck driver, so I'm just passing through, and I definitely don't want to leave. <laughs> I can understand that. Where, where do you call home? Tennessee. Tennessee, also a nice place, though. Tennessee. Yes, but much colder. Yes, it is. Well, how are the pets? What's going on with the animals? I have a cat that rides in the truck with me. She's uh, about two and a half years old, Millie. She's a tortoiseshell. Hmm. That I, I, she was a stray, and um, she has a skin allergy, and I've taken her to the vet. She's been seen um, quite a few times. In fact, we go about every two months for her to get a cortisone shot. Okay. And this, this last time she got the shot, it didn't seem to help as much as it has in the past. Her, her skin just is very, very flaky, even though I brush her all the time. And she, she itches so much, she, she bites at herself. Oh, uh, boy. 
Yeah, that's the, the first thing. The second one is she eats only wet, uh, dry food. She won't eat any wet food. I even tried. They were super expensive. I tried people food. She only eats dry food. And so when she poops, um, her poops are like little round marbles. I don't oh, know if that's yikes. related to her, her problems or not. She's the sweetest okay. thing. She looks like a, a big balloon with a small head because of all the, the cortisone, I'm sure. Aww. But the poor thing so is so miserable with, with, with life. <laughs> Oh, well, if she's by your side, she can't be that miserable. That's um, true. Now, t- tell me about what's, what, what is the skin problem that she has, other than the dryness, that, sh- that makes you get the steroid shot? The um, vet says that she has, I think it's called rodent lip. Ah, a rodent ulcer. Yes, yes. So that her lip right there underneath her nose, it tucks in. It's like there's skin missing. It gives her the most quizzical look. It's just adorable. <laughs> but oh, she's talking to me. She wants to come down. Um, she's but it, yeah, it's rodent rodent ulcer. You're right. Okay. Does she have other spots anywhere on her body, or is it just the lip that she gets? Just the lip. Okay. And that's basically when you kind of look at it, it's almost like someone gave her gave her a fat lip, <laughs> and uh, they're a little bit ulcerated, abraded on the inside of the mouth, and then it's just kind of pooched out and swollen. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now. There are some steps we can do, and for pets that don't respond really well to cortisone, one possibility is we can try to mix up the form of the steroid. And I find some dogs do, or some pets do better if uh, we maybe move away from plain old prednisone or methylprednisolone and try a different category, such as triamcinolone. Now, these may not mean anything to you, but in, in the veterinary world, um, you know, there are different products, and we might say, let's try a different one and see if that helps. Um, so that might be something to, to ask your veterinarian if uh, you can switch it up and try a different form of a steroid in a shot. Um, now, there are some pets that steroids don't help and don't do enough, and uh, a couple things that I would work on, and one especially because of the poop uh, balls that you're describing, I would really see about changing her diet um, because rodent ulcers can be a form of an allergic skin disease in, in cats. So we know that allergies can affect the skin, and they can also affect the intestinal tract. So it might be worthwhile to put her on a hypoallergenic diet and maybe go in more with a canned variety because if she does have a tendency towards dry stools and dehydration, I want to get all the extra fluids in her that we can, and a canned product might do that a little bit better. Um, But a lot of good hypoallergenic diets out there. I talked to your veterinarian, but um, we'd want to stick to something that's kind of new for her body, You know, maybe a duck uh, potato-based diet would be good. Sometimes um, some of the rice and uh, whitefish-based diet might be a way to go, um, something like that. Now, the other things that I will do for a pet with a rodent ulcer, and we might be talking about things as simple as flea control to make sure that we don't have any problems with that because a lot of kitties that have um, rodent ulcers can actually have some problems with fleas. So um, make sure you're using a really good regimen with that um, and on some regular programs because especially if you're traveling across state lines, you know, there's always that potential. Right. Now, we, we've been making sure we, we try to keep on top of that. I haven't seen a single flea on her. Good. 
Good. Now, and then if all of these other remedies aren't working, um, we can add in a medication called cyclosporine. Um, and that would be something that helps to kind of modify her immune system and her response to that. Um, but that would be kind of, I'd say, near my tail end of choices because I think that maybe trying a different steroid and maybe change in diet, I think that would be a very important step. And then, oh, my gosh, okay. I almost forgot. I got I to gotta ask you about your food bowls. Um, what kind of food bowls are you using for her? We have a, a stainless steel for the food, and I'm using the plastic part for the water. Okay. Drinks a stainless, lot of water. <laughs> good. Yeah, she probably needs that. Um, the one, one of the big things when we're dealing with rodent ulcers and allergies in cats is that plastics can tend to make some of those issues worse. So I would get rid of the plastic bowl and either go to a ceramic variety or just to get another stainless steel bowl because that can play a role as well. So oh, give okay. that a try. Definitely will. Okay. Well, very good. Hope that helps her out and gets that lip uh, swelling down there. This is Dr. Debbie. Give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Like something out of a Lassie episode, a real live 13-month-old cattle dog named Lassie helped rescue her owner after he fell from his horse in Australia. 90-year-old George Crother broke his pelvis after being thrown from a bucking horse. Crother got his foot caught in the reins and ended up on the ground where Lassie snuggled up next to him to keep him warm. As darkness fell, Crother's wife came searching for him with a flashlight but wasn't able to hear his faint cries for help. That's when Lassie ran to her and led her to her ailing husband. Lassie's very thankful owner is on the mend after having 37 screws inserted into his pelvis and hip. Good dog, Lassie, good dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070. Or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Bill Maher. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. 
Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. Poor kitty. I would say our biggest, most prevalent call about cats is uh, litter box problems. A lot of times there's litter box mm-hmm. problems. And I hear over and over people that will have six, seven cats in a household. There's a lot of cats, first of all. <laughs> but they will have two litters. And they, they wonder, why is there a problem? Yeah, well, guess what? Yeah, or they'll have one of those covered litters. And they'll wonder why the cat doesn't go in there. Uh-huh. A lot of these litter box problems are easily solved. And I know that you solved a lot of litter box problems by changing litter. And you changed oh, probably a decade ago. At least. And I haven't had problems since I tell you. What do you use now? World's best cat litter, yes. Good stuff. Now, what is, it's, it's whole kernel corn, it's I understand. corn, so it's not the clay. And I used to worry about when they would go in there and move around that the dust would come oh, up yeah. and they'd, they'd inhale the dust. So I got rid of all the covers, but I don't have to worry about that with World's Best because it's not dusty. And it's is it natural. a clumping litter? It clumps. It clumps very well. It's easy to scoop. It's all natural, and it, it really absorbs the odor. I won't use anything else personally. Well, my cats won't, let's just say. Okay, so if you're having a litter box issue, the best way to solve it, let's try, first of all, making sure, by rule of thumb, that there's one more litter box than there are cats in the household. So if you have five cats, you need six litter boxes. Exactly. If you have multiple levels, make sure you've got litter box on each floor. Can we give away some of that? You just brought this in. Yeah. Are these yours, your personal coupons? <laughs> We're going to give them away. I'll give some away. How would you like to try out some World's Best Cat Litter right now? one 405 8405 If you have a cat, you'd like to give it a sample, I'll go ahead and give away some. You can get it anywhere at Petco and PetSmart. Any good pet store has this here. And we'll uh, link to it from the website. Oh, Oh, there's a coupon on the website, too. Okay, you can get $3 off if you head on over to AnimalRadio.com. But we're going to give away some right now. Uh, Judy's personal litter she's giving away. This is unopened, world's best cat litter. (laughs) Let's hit the phones for Vlade, answering your dog questions. Paulette. Hi, Paulette. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Very good. You're on with Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Wonderful. Hi, Paulette. Hello. Um, Hi. What, What state are you calling from? Illinois. Illinois. Okay. Okay. So, my tell question, me please your problem. Yes, I have a I have a female lap chow, and when she comes in, I have two male dogs. Um, one is uh, Poodle and Chihuahua, and the second one, actually, the Chihuahua and the the Poodle Chihuahua is the one that started it all. As soon as the the female dog comes in, he's always attacking her, and like you know, really. Arr! And I'm just, I'm so frustrated with his attitude with her. Every time they go out and she comes in the door, he, like, attacks her. So who, who is, from your perspective, is the bad dog? Ch- uh, Chihuahua, po- uh, Poodle Chihuahua? Yes, the Poodle Chihuahua. He just, you see, um, Judy? You see? We'll ah, talk about but that. mine's not a Chihuahua we found guy. out. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you, Paulette, uh, Poodle and Chihuahua. Let's go back to the to the breed traits. Mm-hmm. Uh 
Chihuahua is uh, famous for that a little bit being a little bit sneaky, uh, sneaky behavior, uh-huh. where is uh, poodle is very smart and manipulative. Uh-huh. So I'm pretty sure he's going after another dog when you are around him because he is organizing alliance with you against another dog. Am I right? Me against another dog, you think? No, no, no. When you are close to the to, to the poodle chihuahua, this is the time I'm saying when he shows aggressive behavior. Am I right or wrong? No, I could be in another room and my daughter could be doing this, or I could be out of the house. And this is every time this my my lab comes in, this chihuahua just attacks her. Comes to to what? To you close or to your daughter? No, comes to the dog. The, the chow, and he, he goes after my, my lab. How you know that if you are not home? I'm assuming the only time you can assume that when you witness when a problem occur. No, this is something that is done with or without me. Inside the house, outside, I could be outside gardening, and I can I could just hear the chaos. I know ah. that my daughter let the dogs out. I see. Well, see, what your daughter let the dogs out, it means she is she is around them. That's the time it's happening. Because somebody needs to, some human needs to be around when it's happening. Tell me, Correct. please. So what, yeah, that's what I'm saying, because it's not a unique case. But let me ask you, how are you managing when you, are you lock them in, uh, uh, how are you managing them when they are not uh, free? Are they in the crates? They're only in the crates at night and um, if we're away. So okay. I'll put, so I'll, the, the lab doesn't get a crate. She's free. Mm-hmm. Just the poodle does, and then I have a Maltese poodle also. So my so every little time guy when somebody so so your lap is around around. So every time when you allow the Chihuahua get out, uh, Chihuahua uh, poodle, sorry, Judy, when you allow that dog get out get out from the crate, that's time it's happening. Am I right? No. Every time they they go outside to do their business. Okay, say I just let Scooby out. The lab, her name is Scooby. I let mm-hmm. my Scooby girl outside to do her business, and Buddy is watching her like a hawk. He's waiting and looking. And then the minute she comes up to the house to come in, he starts, you know, biting at her legs and attacking her. But before you let them go, where were they? Say, um, they're just at my patio door. Doing who have, who's at the patio? Who's following me around? Who's you know? I have three dogs, so they're all doing their own thing. But if I let my Chihuahua, my my Scooby, if I let the lab, um, not the Chihuahua, I'm sorry, I let the Labrador out. Every time I let her back in, or my daughter lets her in, or a friend lets her in, these my dog attacks the 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 Labrador. Like it's a new dog or something, huh? Yeah, it's like, he, and they've been together for over a year. Who, not, who do you believe? Who you do believe is the top dog among them? Top, it's definitely not Scooby. She is so, oh my gosh, she rolls over, you know. Yes. Here is here is why it's her. happening. Okay, Paulette, here is what uh, happening here. Number one. You have a whole pack behavior is going on where the dog is a strict hierarchy. Every time when one dog is leaving the pack and comes back, he needs to be subordinated by the top dog of the pack, which is, my assuming, is Poodle Chihuahua. Yeah, uh uh-huh. So this is the very common. Now, this is not the common for you because if you would be alpha, that would not happen because le- the presence of strong and confident leader in the pack suppress any aggressiveness in the pack. Uh-huh. 
So if the dogs would assume you as the alpha, they would not behave like that. That's, that's the, according to the law of canine pack and human pack, I believe, too, because strong managers suppress any friction among employees. The only weakness employees sense among the management, they start to fight among themselves. So the solution can be quick fix, giving you aspirin and, and, uh, and, and addressing a long-term picture. I know you are waiting for me to give you a quick fix, and I'm going to give you that quick fix, because everyone must have some magic wands, and I have a few. In this situation, I would use the magic wand by name, and I know they are vi- by name Pet Convincer. It is, I know your dogs will react amazingly with that product, because I know poodles and um, chihuahuas very sensitive to the air and to the surprise. So Pet Convincer, PetConvincer.com, is emitting that surprise factor in the form of air and uh, sound. Very inexpensive. It's worked like a snake, like a pss, like sound and air, just okay. CO2. And he just backs up. So that's how you can you can purchase it by uh, visiting website petconvincer.com. That's how you will stop this behavior instantly, if you're hearing me well, instantly. Okay. Number two, the long-term solution to this, you need to restructure whole pack. You need to do um, inha- uh, your leadership enhancing program and diminishing uh, diminishing social position for each of your dog in the pack. You can do it by implementing solid obedience training. Uh, you can do it yourself. You don't need to even go anywhere else because classes will not help you. Just have a color unleash and just train one dog at a time. Make sure while you're working with one dog, two dogs confined, especially focusing on walking on the loose leash without pulling uh, around your home. You don't need to go anywhere. You need to work in the area where the dog lives. And after that, if you believe those two dogs, which is Ch- uh, Lap and uh, Ch- uh, Chow and the Poodle and uh, mix with um, Chihuahua. Uh, uh, Chihuahua is fighters, the best, the best thing in my practice is to fix them, to work uh, together with them. Basically, they're both on the leash at your left-hand side, and you say, let's go, sit, stay. First, you're working, establishing oh, yourself with yeah. one dog at a time, and after with two dogs at the same time. And that will be end to your problem and provide a long-term solution and peace and harmony in the relationship in your pack. Or you will be a leader of the pack, or your world will never change. This is the so truth. Thank okay, so, so yes. this is aspirin. You can stop it momentarily with petconvincer.com. Every time when your dog misbehaves, you just pss, one convincing air blast, bad behavior in the past. Long term, you're working on obedience with one dog at a time and after with two those fighters with two dogs at the same time. My dear, that's going to work. I promise you. I promise you. Just please do it. We always have a two choices or keep complaining about certain things which are much easy or take actions which is much harder. Please take oh, the action and I you will love the result. I guarantee you. Are you are you a married woman, Paulette? No. Okay, because that works on boyfriends and uh, husbands, too, the uh, pet convincer there. It is. I'm just saying. Every leash, people, who are listening to me right now, every leash has two ends. Hey, it's Vinnie Penn, your resident party animal, coming at you again on Animal Radio. 
I wanted to bring something up to you. This could draw the ire of some of you uh, animal radio listeners, but sometimes they do like to push your buttons. I think you know that by now. I was at a raging party last night. And at one point, everybody was having a great time. And it was a group of people who don't get together very often. And, and at one point, one of our old friends of ours, she said, well, it's time for me to go. I got to let the dog out. You know how it is. Got to get home and let the dog out. And we're just thinking, you know, I had two dogs in my life. I never had to leave somewhere to let the dog out. I, I mean, we don't want to persecute the dogs, but then again, none of us are going to 12-hour-long parties either. This party was roughly going to be four to five hours, uh, from my recollection of, of my two dogs, Rocky and Cruiser. Rocky, of course, being short for rock and roll. We were pretty much on the same bowel movement schedule, I might be, uh, dare I say, when it comes to me and my dogs. So I'm starting to think, we looked at each other after she left. My buddy Tommy and I were like, that's the out. Huh? That's that's a girl, that's a dog owner's, I got to wash my hair, out. That's her way of saying, okay, this party sucks. You guys are getting drunk and stupid as usual. Ooh, the do- I got to let the dog out. Poor thing. Home alone. Leaving a party to quote unquote let the dog out is the dog owner's equivalent of, I just don't think of you that way. Vinny Pad, Party Animal on Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The United States Marine Corps is looking for a few good dogs. The Marines are moving towards banning aggressive breed dogs from their bases after the fatal mauling by a pit bull of a three-year-old boy at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. The Corps will no longer allow pit bulls, rottweilers, or wolf hybrids in the family housing of any base in the U.S. Families currently living with those breeds on base have until September 30th, 2012 to certify their dogs aren't aggressive. Dogs will be allowed to remain with a, quote, good dog waiver after passing a test by the ASPCA. At three marine bases in South Carolina, all but two dogs were certified, and they passed with the waiver. Is American Idol judge Simon Cowell really a great big meanie? <laughs> Some so-called singers would say yes, but animal lovers know he's a big softie. This year, he recorded a PSA about the dangers of leaving pets in hot cars. Last month, he spoke at a fundraising event in the U.K. for Battersea Cats and Dogs Home. Now, the L.A. Times reports the meanest man in the recording industry has helped out actress Linda Blair's rescue charity World Heart Foundation by donating $30,000 to the cash-strapped nonprofit. Wow. Cowell said, quote, I think what Linda is doing is incredible, end quote. Blair's charity rescues and rehouses dogs, including difficult breeds like pit bulls and pit mixes. And who's the biggest dog in the world? It's Boomer. He's a three-year-old Newfoundland from North Dakota. The AP says the Landseer Newf, and the Landseer refers to the black and white coat. He is 36 inches tall and seven feet long from the nose to the tip of his tail. And Boomer's a bit bigger than the breed standards, according to the AKC. Most males weigh between 130 to 150 pounds. But Boomer clocks in at 180. His owners say a 20-pound supply of dog food barely lasts two weeks. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. 
This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for traveling with your cat. If she's not familiar with crate travel, consider placing the crate in your home for a few weeks before your departure. Leave the door open and occasionally toss in a treat or two. Sooner or later, your cat will view the spot as a comfortable retreat. Get more tips from Dr. McPeat at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This has been Varane on Animal Radio. Remember to spade and neuter your animals for a healthier and longer life. Bobby's working on a story about psychiatric service dogs. They are welcoming back our troops from Iraq. She has all the details on the way. Uh, get in your email, your voice at animalradio.com to get in touch with us. If you want to email us specifically, specifically. Say that three times fast. <laughs> Head on over to the website at uh, animalradio.com. I just got this email here. I wanted to read. I think it's for you, Dr. Debbie. It's a medical question, and seeing as how I don't have the medical experience that you do, I'm going to pass it on to you. Uh, All right, go ahead. Susan writes us, I just adopted a Pomeranian last week from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the Humane Society. They're great people. And I love her to pieces, but she has one really bad habit. She eats cat poop. I understand it's common, but how do I break her of it? She says, thanks for your answers ahead of time. I'll listen on the radio. I try to listen to you every Saturday on XM while driving. I'm a truck driver. She tries to listen. I try to listen, too. It makes my ears bleed. So, hey. good, good for you. How, how would you get... Pika is what that... Is that called pika when they eat the cat poop? Well, um, pika is where dogs will eat anything in general, and that okay. includes inanimate objects, plants, uh, but it's actually called coprophagia, or uh-huh. coprophagy, I've heard it said before. But yeah, that's actually very common, and I kind of call it the kitty, uh, the kitty, uh, uh, kitty box divers, or the Ooh. almond roca uh, diners. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, definitely a nasty habit. Um, it is very tough because What's hard for us to understand is this is a self-rewarding behavior. Uh-huh. Dogs like to eat poop. Um, sounds disgusting to us, but they like it. So there's some benefit when they do this. So the, the biggest challenge that I tell Susan is that we need to actually restrict the access to the litter pan. And it's not an easy thing to do, but if we can restrict the access of doggy to the litter pan, mm. then we can help kind of let that memory fade of what it is like to eat the poop. And then that will help. The more and more good behavior we have, then they kind of forget that. Um, but uh, some tips for that. I would say we never want to use any of those little cat uh, or those pet scents that you try to keep them away. Don't use any deterrence because you may have the unfortunate side effect of having your cat find that they don't like the litter pan too, Ooh. and they may go elsewhere. So don't use but, like that. There's that stuff called stop or detour that you're supposed no, to. You don't want to use not that. Not for because, this situation. Ah. Definitely not. But what we can do is there's some tricks. Um, Some people have success elevating the litter box, uh, putting it on a raised platform, um, hiding it behind a uh, access door using a baby gate that maybe only the kitty can clear, Mm. but the dog cannot, Um, or even using some little kitty doors to a separate room, like laundry room, where only the kitty can get through it, but the dog cannot. Those are all really good ways that we can try to kind of limit the dog 
dogs access and even sometimes a privacy screen just a piece of cardboard that mm-hmm. just they can't see the poop they may not be as apt to go into the box so uh, all of those things might work and i'd uh, have susan to give those a try thank you very much for your email your voice at animalradio.com we have terrence on the phone hey terrence yeah hello how are you very good where are you today i'm in washington state beautiful washington state how can we help you well, um, I have a German Shepherd, and uh, ever since we moved up here to Washington State, he's developed um, in the middle of his back, not in the middle, I should say, between his hips on the uh, on his back, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a six-inch by six-inch square area right there. Um, he, he's, he's itching, and his skin is scaling. It's okay. been going on since we moved. Okay, and is that the only area he's really having an issue with? Well, yeah, I mean, it seems like he may be itching in other areas, but there's no flaking skin. I've, I've tried everything from um, omega-3 to omega-6 capsules and, uh, you know, foods that are, um, um, you know, that are good for allergies. I mean, I went back and forth uh, with different vets trying to troubleshoot it, and then they all kind of seemed to think it was either allergies or some sort of a, um, a skin condition, but I've, I've kind of shotgunned the method and tried a lot of different stuff over the last year, and nothing has worked. Okay. Well, a couple things that I'd say is German Shepherds are a top breed for allergies in general, food allergies and seasonal allergies. So if this isn't going away, it could be a reality that we do have an underlying allergy problem and that as we're clearing up some of the maybe the superficial problems with that that this is still going to remain there so that could be a very distinct possibility um we can definitely try things like the special foods the food allergy trials fatty acids are great in many cases if we're not getting our answers we may need to move to doing some more diagnostics we might want to biopsy the skin sounds crazy but couple pinch little biopsies can mean a difference in making a diagnosis. The other thing would be to actually do an allergy test uh, where we have the pet tested for what potential uh, environmental allergens they might be allergic to. That would be the way I'd say we can kind of get down to the nitty-gritty. I'm a little curious just because you described, Terrence, that the sore area is kind of over the tail area, and that's an area where we'd look certainly for parasites such as fleas, but also, we can often in German Shepherds see a condition called German Shepherd pyoderma. And it is a very frustrating and chronic problem in this breed that if we just treat them traditionally with a straightforward, maybe two-week course of antibiotics, we are not going to get a handle on it. Um, so it's kind of hard to kind of tell you over the phone what I think this might be, but I would certainly say it will be well worth investing in a little bit of some diagnostics on that area to see what we can find out. We might be as simple as taking some samples, looking under a microscope, maybe culturing the skin, but there are some things that if we do have one of these conditions, we need to make sure we are ready for a commitment of more long-term care um, and maybe not so much having the the idea that we're going to be able to cure this in a short term, um, but how are we going to try to work with his skin and try to best adjust this uh, skin condition so that we can make him comfortable, keep you out of the vet, and keep your bills down as much as possible. So sometimes you got to kind of get a little bit more in Involved in that diagnosis before we can kind of make that long-term plan. By diagnosis, you mean um, it, does that refer to taking him in for uh, the vet record or 
not recommended, but um, had, had referenced in our last discussion that we might uh, do an allergy test. Is that what you mean by more diagnosis? Yeah, well, even on the initial part when we have a, a pet with a skin problem, some of the simple tests that your veterinarian can do in their office are related to the microscope. We take samples of the skin, we look for parasites, we look to see if we see bacteria or yeast, and we can even culture that. So those are some of the first-line things, even before we get to allergy testing, that we can really have done to help diagnose a pet's skin condition. Beyond that, yes, then we'd be looking at allergy testing, whether that's by a skin method where we kind of inject those little allergens and look for the reaction. Uh, versus doing a blood allergy testing. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Did you have the original, um, like, the original test that I mentioned done? Uh, no. So far, um, I've done everything they've told me as far as using um, uh, various foods that he was on for a little over a month that were supposedly easy on allergies, or, or I'm not sure what they called it, but they were for sensitive skin. Okay. Uh, I did that with coinciding with a um, allergy some allergy um, medication mm-hmm. but you've done no diagnostic tests yet like uh, allergy tests like the doctors suggesting yeah so I, I think there's some because a lot of times we can have you know secondary infections along with uh, allergies so I hate to kind of get pegged into that diagnosis so yeah I think it's well worth doing at least some of those early tests see what we can come up with and see if we can maybe alter the course of this skin condition here so, so. go back to the vet and get that test there terrence okay great yeah i appreciate it let me know how that thank works you so there. much for your call this is dr debbie we're waiting here for you at one 405 8405 you're listening to animal radio you can learn more at animalradio.com log on learn more This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about. www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard Canine Dewormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. 
Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, this is Bob Barker, listening to Animal Radio. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Welcome back. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. On the line is Gwen Monroe, who has developed a beautiful line of beaded jewelry for Fido called Tazzles. Hi, Gwen, and welcome to the show. Hi, Susan. Thank you for having me. Oh, hey, it was my pleasure. You know, I uh, you know the story, but I was Googling around the other day, which is one of my favorite things to do, mm-hmm. and I found your unique jewelry. So tell everybody about Tazzles, and it's T-A-Z-Z-E-L-S, and who was your inspiration? Oh, well, Gracie, my little seven-year-old French bulldog, was my inspiration. She jumped off the bed last March and was paralyzed within 36 hours. So our vet sent us to Animal Planet's ER Vets up in Alameda East in Denver. Mm-hmm. And she had back mm-hmm. surgery and um, relearned how to walk. And after seven days in doggy ICU and pneumonia, we almost lost her in a nine-inch beauty scar. She came home to us. And, you know, she used to like wearing dog clothes, but with her back pushing and pulling on her, trying to, you know, get them get her arms through the holes and what have you, we thought, mm, that's probably not going to be the best thing for her after having mm-hmm. back surgery. So I said, what can, what can we do that would be nice that would kind of make her even feel more special than she already is? And we came up with tassels. And it is a personalized, it's personalized beaded jewelry for dogs that you can just clip on their dog collar or harness. And it's colorful, it's lightweight, it's playful. Um, she just, when she sees her tassel on her harness, she gets so excited. And isn't it funny? It's not just for us humans. We we say, oh, you know, they like to wear the clothes or they like to to wear the jewelry, but they, it does make them very special. And I know on your website uh, it shows a cute picture of Gracie along with different tassels that you can purchase. So tell us what your most popular tassel is right now and what actually are the types of beads that you offer. We've got different types of beads, anywhere from just acrylic in the dog park all the way up to the uh, diamond-cut aluminum beading and the sterling silver and everything. And you can also between. get your name on there. You can. Yes. Uh, you have that where the little beads spell out the dog's name. Each one of them, I personalize in sterling silver their name. And so these tassels look like decorative tassels, you know, like you uh-huh. buy at a furniture store. And so right. that's kind of how I got the name. So on one of the strands, that's where you personalize, and that's where I actually put the names. Yeah, they really are beautiful, and, and I don't think the website probably does them justice. And you were going to tell us a little bit about sizes. Sometimes you look at the tassel and think, oh, my goodness, you know, they're almost bigger than they are, than the doggies are. <laughs> so the tassel, the tiny tassels I just came out with are half the size of regular ones. And they're about two inches long. They are ultra lightweight. They look almost exactly like the regular dog park tassels. They really are. And understand that one of our lucky listeners will have a chance to win a tassel today. Yes, they will. In fact, I have a gift certificate valued uh, up to $100 for one pedigree tassel. Pick up your phone and call one 866 
405-8405. Thanks, Gwen, for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you. For more information, go online to Tazzle.com. That is spelled T-A-Z-Z-E-L. And that's it for Fido Friendly Travel Talk. Until next time, travel safe and leave no dog behind. This is Animal Radio, baby. Animal Radio. Pet Talk with Personality. I just made that up. <laughs> Very good. It's a no-spin zone. We tell you like it is here. Sometimes that's not the best news, but as friends, we want to help you with your pets, and we have a great dream team of experts that do this. Dr. Debbie, she answers your vet medical question. She uh, has a thriving practice in Las Vegas, Nevada. She's also the Animal Radio vet. Vlade, well, boy, this guy, if you haven't heard about him on uh, NPR or anywhere else... He's the best dog trainer in the world. If you have a problem of any kind, you've been, let's say you've been down and another trainer couldn't fix it, he'll fix it for you. Animal communicator Joy Turner is on the way. She talks to the animals, whether they passed. Maybe it's that childhood cat you want to talk to. I do. I'd like to find out about yeah. that. Susan Sims with Travel Talk. Bobby working on news right now. We're all here for you at one 405 8405 Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Sybil. How are you? Good, Sybil. How are you doing today? Good. Um, calling about my dog. I have two... God, I can't even think of what my dog's are because I'm so excited I'm on the show. <laughs> I have two little um, dogs. They're called um, Yorkies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah. Yes. Okay, Sybil, now, you're with me. You're with Vladi. How are you? are you? Fine, fine. Are you excited to talk to me so nervous or just being in general on the show? No, I'm, 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 I'm both. Okay, I'm kidding. Okay, oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, I have two Yorkies. One, okay, they're good. Like, I like Yorkies. My wife okay. wants to get one. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, the, the, now one of my Yorkies I've had since he was eight weeks old. The other one I adopted last year. She poops in the house, and she won't, I mean, oh. you know, I've been training her and training her. She's a yearling. So, okay, how you train him? Tell, tell, to, tell to everyone who is listening to us right now how you are training that stupid Yorkie so he's continuing pooping wait, 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 in your wait, wait, wait. We don't know that it's a stupid Yorkie here. That's kind of uh, jumping the gun. Sweetie. She's a sweetie. 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 But he's, a, he's keep pooping, so I'm assuming you train, and he does not yeah, understand what you, where you want him to poop or not, so that's what I'm assuming is stupid. Am I right or am I wrong? I think so. Okay, this, let me tell you the situation. She only does it like when I'm at work. I come okay. home for lunch. I, I I have the privilege of coming home for lunch to make sure I have to take the dogs out. So in the morning, I take them out before I go to work. I you have like a break. Girl. I, you like a girl. You like a girl in this economical environment. You both allow you to go home. Yeah. So well, what state so you are from? Break. What I'm state are you from? Michigan. You're from Michigan. Oh, what 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 city you are? From. I'm in um, the suburb of Detroit. Ah, so you should know me very well when I was in Michigan, Detroit. I was on the Fox 2 all the time. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to help you out. That's why, you know, you know when I said stupid Yorkie hell, I know this lady is smart. I know that lady underst- understood my humor. You know, sometimes yeah, we, yeah, s- yeah, we yeah. do say in our, in, our, in our feel like that because, you know, we love them. Yeah. No, just saying right. one thing, it's just humor. Lady has a great sense of humor. Go ahead, Sybil. Right. Don't pay attention to the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Go ahead. Okay, so. He's I trying come to be home, politically correct. Go ahead. I, t- I take her out. Then I come home at lunchtime. I take her out. 
I go and I come, uh, lunch is like at 12. So if I'm home later than 3.30, she goes in the house. She okay. Just, oh, she so, doesn't do number one, she does number two. Okay. And you have uh, two dogs goes for the same problem or just one dog? Just one dog with the problem. Okay, just one dog for the problem. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do for you. Uh, first of all, as soon as I, because you're from Michigan and you know how I love the people from that state because 10 my years left there. So what we're going to do with you, uh, as soon as uh, we finish this conversation, give your email address uh, to my producer and I'm going to send you something like a step-by-step guide how to fix oh, this problem with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile. And now for everyone who is listening right now, I just go through major steps what I normally suggest people to do. It's a, it's a, it's a very synergetic, synergetic, uh, synergistic, I'm sorry for my Michigan accent, synergistic, uh, double punch approach. Number one, I want to make sure you like it or hate it to hear it when I'm not home because I'm, I'm, I'm going to break that habits which your dog has said to poop in your home. So I would, I want to make sure every time when I go to home or go to work, guess what, guess what? Your dog must be confined in the crate for two weeks straight. So I go to work, the dog goes in the crate, okay? If it's not happening, it cannot be a habit. Number two, I'm going to clean all this area, like I have a box in my house, I will clean it so thoroughly. I'm going to use uh, a One Shot Plus, the amazing product, uh, One Shot Plus. Uh, you can uh, visit yeah. animalradio.com and find where one you can buy this dead. product. One Shot Plus, amazing product for these things, will kill all sand and stain and everything else, you know, oh, yeah. will really, really make sure the dog will not come to the same spot. Once right. you clean it, I wonder you Check the website by name urineplanet.com. Urineplanet.com and get one okay. product by name No P. No P. Okay. That product you have to use once you clean your home with One Shot Plus. That product will keep your dog away from the area by scent. You cannot smell okay. it, the dog can scent it, and he will stay away from that area. I okay. also want to make sure you start to feed your dog in the area where he normally poops. If he likes to poop in two, three areas, I want to make sure I will feed him. I will put his dog ball in that, in that area. area because okay. the dogs hate to poop and eat from the same spot how we people don't like to eat uh, in the bathroom as well and okay. the third thing what I will do I will show him that you're the boss and if you're the right. boss he will think twice before pee and poop in that area dogs normally pee and poop in the area where they don't spend too much time with the owner so I would put the collar and leash and I want to make sure say come on York I don't care if he walks properly or not but I'm gonna pull him on the leash with command matter say come on come on we gotta go we have a business to do all over your house especially in the area where he before pooped and I will put him in the sit stay and preferably down stay which is control exercise in those particular area. Thank you so much for calling me. I'm going to send you that all information and ten times more uh, for your email address. Thank you thank so you. much and my best regard to Michigan. I love you, you guys. Thank you. We love you too. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now.
is Animal Radio Network. <laughs> Hi, this is Wendy Malik on Animal Radio. And do not forget, stay and neuter. Radio. All dressed up for Halloween. Of course, I like to trick or treat a week ahead of time. I think I already explained that. You're so weird. Throws people off. <laughs> Collect the candy. So this is my costume, and I'll be uh, taking Ladybug in her taco costume around, and hopefully getting some <laughs> sweet tarts and some Tootsie Rolls. Remember, folks, I like those Tootsie Rolls. So if I come trick or treating <laughs> to your house tonight, a week before Halloween. Have them ready. Yeah, right. As long as you don't get those kitty Tootsie Rolls. Oh. No, I don't like those at all. <laughs> Ladybug does. <laughs> oh, They're a special treat for a lot of dogs. <laughs> this portion of uh, Animal Radio, and I'm sure they're proud, brought to you by Blue, <laughs> makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with blue. And we remind you that's blue buffalo. Not just the color blue or red or anything like that. Blue. 1-866-405-8405. We have Paulette on the phone. Hi, Paulette. Hello. How can we help you today? Um, my older dog, um, not older, my, my, she's a lab chow. She has, um, uh, would you call bald spots on her, like on her legs? Okay. Scratching. And so I was curious to know if that was maybe an allergy from food, the food that she's eating. You said she is scratching? She focuses on those areas? Yes. Okay. What part of her legs are they on? Um, what part of the dog Scooby's legs are the little ball spots? Because I'm trying to draw a little picture in my mind. Um, if there's redness or sores no. or if it's... It's, it's... it's like white little bald patches. Right, Pia? Is okay. it red or at all? It's, there's no red. Okay. So we've and just got bald patches. Yes, on all four of hers. And it's like seasonal. She gets these like... It seems like whenever it turns... Um, you know, falls coming, that that's what okay. happens. Yeah, and I mean, it certainly, especially if there is some seasonality to it, it, it would kind of chime a bit of a concern of allergies to me. Although some pets with food allergies, and you mentioned that, uh, food allergies tend to be pretty much year-round. There's not necessarily a season to that unless the diet is kind of changing or you're morphing it into a different food or something. So um, I would be suspicious if we do have this on-again, off-again thing that maybe allergies are playing a role. Um, and there's a lot of different ways we first and foremost when I have a pet with um, hair loss on their legs if they're itching and they're bothering that area um, there's some things that I do want to check first and a lot of times I'll check for skin mites or infections and those are done with some simple laboratory tests that your vet can do in their veterinary office um, because a lot of times allergies don't happen by themselves um, there's other things that come along on the ride uh, bacterial infections yeast infections you name it so everything takes advantage of a skin that's irritated, itchy, and not in a healthy uh, state. So a lot of those things can be going on, too. Um, Now, if we wanted to kind of look at things and see if there's even a psychological component, some dogs can have obsessive 
um, tendencies towards over-grooming or licking, and they can develop what we call lick sores. And those can be very frustrating if we're dealing with something like that. They're a little bit thicker looking, they're more leathery looking, and the pet is really miserable and very itchy about those, and they tend to lick a lot. So if we're dealing with something like that, then we generally have to really get faithful about seeing your veterinarian, getting an Elizabethan collar on to keep them from licking the bejesus out of their legs, and uh, get some other... Uh, you know, uh, antibiotics and so forth on board with those pets. You so. don't want the bejesus licked out of any legs, I'll tell you that right now. That's uh, <laughs> probably one of the worst things that could happen, those bejesus. <laughs> yes, yes. But but definitely, Paulette, you know, I, I'd say that if there's itchiness and so forth, we'd at least want to get some basic medications, uh, try to relieve that, make your pet feel more comfortable because, you know, we all know what it feels like to itch, like if you've got a broken arm and you can't itch inside that bandage. So um, we want to try to relieve that itch as much as we can can and get to the bottom of it so i would take your baby to the vet thanks for your call paulette 1-866-405-8405 to talk to anyone of the dream team right now this is animal radio this is animal radio baby Celebrating our connection with our pets. Welcome. One and all, we do this every weekend at 1-866-405-8405. It's all about you. And Dr. Debbie, who answers your vet medical questions. Vlade, who answers your dog behavior questions. Vinnie Penn, with your ha 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 Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Bobby working on news. Now get this. I think the story she's about to report is that Simon Cowell is having Linda Blair's love child. What? So, something about that. I'm, I may be wrong yeah, about you that. Know, you shouldn't talk about things you're not sure of, How? That's uh, coming up in the news. I do know for sure that she will be talking about the swine flu. We never talk about how it affects our animals. Yes, it can affect your dogs. There is a swine flu. A One of those H... I think it's H3N8. I hate how they name them like that. <laughs> that your dog can get. She'll have details about that in just a minute. Right now, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, also dressed for Halloween a week early. How are you doing, Vladi? Good, good, good. It seems to be I have some type of the symptoms of the flu as well. So hopefully it's not that one, you know. Oh, but no. I am I'm just in case using some Russian remedies and tea. Hold on, let me get sip. So that'll kill anything. <laughs> Yeah, th- that one is kills everything. You know that. <laughs> we know. We know what that tea is. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to the phones, Vlade. Okay. Donna, how are you doing? Hello. How are you? Very good. Where are we speaking to you today? Uh, we're in Florida. In fl- lovely Florida, where the weather lovely is lovely. Florida. Usually, always. How are you? Good. Um, go I ahead. wanted to ask you. We've got an English bulldog. Donna, Donna, before you before you ask me a question about English bulldog, you have a very uh, love loving accent, almost like Thank I you. have. Are you from England? From England, yeah. Okay, so you are almost European. Yes. yes? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We are not counting England too much as Europeans because you're like uh, American sisters or brothers. So, but anything <laughs> east from that will be considering full scale Europeans. But you know, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Dan. How can yeah. I help you? 
Well, we've got this English bulldog, and we can't get him to take a walk. He hates to walk. And when she we... She hates what? He to hates walk. to walk. Go for a walk. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Yes, he hates to go to the walk, I guess. Uh-huh, okay. Yes. Well, mm -hmm. when we try and put his leash on him, he bites us. He tries to bite us. And... He lays on the floor and we can't get his leash on. Yeah. After, after, like, a struggle, we manage to get his leash on. And then we literally have to drag him outside. I, I, you don't need to continue on, my friend. I, I dealing with this type of the behavior problem pretty frequently. And it's a prevalent in English bulldog and French bulldogs. French bulldogs like to argue all the time. They're like... A, I don't know if it's running through this French attitude, but uh, English bulldog not far from them. They are very stubborn, and you tell them let's go, and they tell you screw you. So I, I'm yeah, I'm dealing with that. Uh, let me ask you. Uh, so you basically try to pull the leash. What type of the collar are you using? We use our um, harness. Of course, if, if harness is the great tool if you are uh, training your dog to pull sleds. That could be a great tool. I mean, I don't know why the people all the time being, buying those harness and have to keep complaining about all those problems. People, harness is not for the walking dog. Harness just to teach your dog to pull you or sled or the weights. Weights, it's not for the walking. Here's oh. what I would suggest you to do, my friend. I would okay. use favorite American method or of uh, stick and carrots. As the stick, we're going to get with you uh, a German Hermspringer. It's Herm, I, I, I always mispronounce. Hell, could you pronounce it right? You actually do company? a good job. It's Hermspringer. Herm yes, Hermspringer Herm Pinch Herm Call. And, and it's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. -E -E and because Vladi always brings it up, we've put a link right from the front page of Animal Radio. Hit the link that says HS. There you go. Okay. Yes, and I'm... And I'm bringing it down for a reason, because the rest of the pinch collars, they're made from wire and can scratch the dog, honestly, in my professional experience. This one made from the steel. You know, you know, Donna, you're not far away from Russia, at least your people from your country. And we still in Russia likes uh, uh, Germans as much as uh, Democrats likes Republicans. Yeah. But yeah, but we still admire the genius of their engineering, and this is a great color when it comes to the dog training. Doesn't scratch, doesn't hurt, and it has a quick release for easy put it uh, put it on and take it off. And uh, it's a very effective. It's a mimicking the way how the doggy mama bite, and doesn't put any pressure on the neck or on the trachea. Doesn't harm. Very safe, and it's create effect. The dog doesn't want to fight too much. So what you do, you basically do two things. Have someone which your dog loves. Maybe your dog loves your husband more than you. Maybe your dog loves you more than your husband. Maybe yeah. your dog loves the, his favorite treats, uh, bag of the treats, kalbasa, bottle of vodka. If it was a Russian dog, I'm not sure what he likes. But whatever he likes, put it up front of him. Let's say you, he likes... Thanks. Steak. Okay, he likes steak. Okay, <laughs> make sure prepare that steak on the butter and put the garlic a little on top of Ooh, it. Ooh, sounds good. And then bring so, it over here. 
and then make a little for your dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're always hungry. Uh, poor Judy, I know that. So you get that, st- you get that, whatever you say, steak in front of him, uh, some, not, not you, somebody else, like say your husband, for or boyfriend, I don't care. So, yeah. it's European, it could, it could, it could be both. So you, you, ba- he basically, uh, Moving backwards and say, hey, but whatever his name is, Max, for instance, like David Letterman, I, may, I call him Max, but whatever. Yeah. Hey, Max, come on, David, come on, come on. Moving, moving backwards as he screaming and, and, and showing him that stick in front of him. You, at the same time, having the stick uh, in the form of pinch collar and the leash, and you tell him his name, Max, come on, let's go, we gotta, we gotta go. And as you push that uh, with the pinch collar, he, you, you, you believe it or not, he will move at least because because he wants to get the steak. From that yeah. time, you momentarily stop, kneel down, say, good boy, and give him piece of the steak from another pocket, little small one. It says, good boy, so he would still send that taste. And after that, you repeat that procedure. The person is, it's, it's, a, it's a very subtle, it's a teamwork. That person momentarily, based on your cue, say, hey, come on, come on, baby, come on, come on. Hey, I have a steak here. And you say, Max, two words. Max, let's go. He moves a couple of steps. If he doesn't, you just snap. Don't pull. Just snap. It's a surprise factor, like a pinch collar, uh, this German pinch collar. will create like yeah. snapping effect on the neck, like a doggy mom. He's, he hates that surprise. That will make him move. He made two steps. You stop, say, hey, good boy, give him peace. And repeat it. And the further you go, the less you stop, that's you can make him move. It's a subtle process, but I think if you use two opposite things, like a positive, negative, together, like a yes and no, yeah. and involve your husband or boyfriend, whosoever, uh, in tri- uh, like um, provoke him moving forward where you are in charge and after uh, exchange your role, that's going to work. Okay, lovely. I'll try it. Give that a shot. Try nothing to try. It's going to work, Donna. Okay, thanks a lot. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Bye. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. What a lovely little English accent there. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to anyone in the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
Eco-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. This December, you can log on to their website for a chance to win a fabulous prize for your canine companion. You can enter every day, December 1st through the 25th at phytofriendly.com for the 25 days of Phytofriendly gift giving. Prizes include jewelry, clothing, food, books, and a grand prize from Bissell, the pet hair eraser vacuum. Pick up a copy of the December issue featuring Hillary Swank at your local bookstore. For contest rules, visit phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. 25 days of gift giving. Just what Fido needs to get in the holiday spirit. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And I want to remind you. Ladybug, the studio stunt wonder dog. She actually reviews products every week for Animal Radio. She gets in, what do we call that? A lot of products. A lot of products. Too many products. Got a toy box full of things. Well, we we want you, the listener, and your pets to actually try these items out and review them also. Listener, pet reviews. Learn more about it at AnimalRadio.com. You can sign up there this week. What are we doing this week? I don't know what we're doing this week on the, online. You'll find out. You'll go on over it's to Animal secret. Radio. It's a surprise. Bobby working on news. Vinny working on his ha-ha. Last-minute touch-ups on his ha-ha. He's <laughs> laughing over there to himself. Uh, what has he got going on now? Yeah. Dr. Dibby it's answer. trouble. It is yeah. trouble. And I see that you, you got the whole pig thing and the whole uh, uh, Marianne from Gilligan's Island. You brought in more pigs today. Apparently, you've been spaying and neutering pigs for the last few weeks. What, what is that about? Yeah. Well, is all this uh, helping out to get the pit, pet pig population under control? Believe it or not, you still got to spay them. You put a male and a female together, and you get babies. So we're trying to help uh, bring those numbers down so that we have good adopted, um, unwanted pet pigs we can find homes for. So, yeah, it's just a kind of the you know rabbit thing. You know, put two rabbits together, and you'll get babies pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, and I bet there's going to be more pigs coming our way. I, I heard about these new designer pigs. They're oh, supposed no. to be What's real. That? They're supposed to be real tiny, not like the old pot belly pigs that got up to 200 pounds. For or, pets? Yeah, they're supposed to be like the size, I guess, of guinea pigs or rabbits or something. And but Where do they go to the bathroom, Doc? Do they use litter or do they go outside? I mean, all these You, c- you can definitely train them to litter um but uh, pigs are actually very naturally clean animals so they're easier to train than dogs believe it or not so you can train them pretty much to use a doggy door go outside um so they're very clever and better than some of my former boyfriends with tidiness i would have to say yeah wow okay so big misconceptions today pigs are clean animals and uh, also tuna is not great for the uh cat in moderation. Human tuna. There is cat tuna. Is that different than uh, human tuna? It sure is, definitely. And that would be one distinction to make sure people know is that cat tuna, they are are aware of this problem inherently with human tuna, so they actually make uh, accommodations for that. So, yeah, big difference. Whether you're training your pig to use the litter... I'm going to suggest World's Best Cat Litter. They are a brand new sponsor for Animal Radio. And the cool thing about World's Best Cat Litter is you, Judy, have mm-hmm. used it here in the studio for over a decade before they ever became a sponsor. We love that situation. We love talking about products that we oh, use. Oh, we use it. Found them by accident. Yeah, and I'll never go back. World's Best Cat Litter is whole kernel corn. There's no other litter like it. It's a clumping litter. And this week, we're giving you a $3 off coupon. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com and hit on the brand new World's Best Cat Litter logo. Logo. They've changed their packaging. It looks a little different than it used wow. to be. They're up with the, they've they're up with the times now. You know, Ooh. yeah. And I want to know why how why is it that Judy gets stuck with the litter box duty? You know, this is uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Doc. 
<laughs> Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Doc. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anything I can do. <laughs> Get that coupon over there. In fact, I also want to give away some right now. If you're having litter box problems, there's you know, there's so many reasons why cat owners might have litter box problems, why the cats might go outside. It might be a strange thing where they poop in the litter or they might pee outside. It could be as simple as the litter. Or there might not be enough litter boxes. Or there might be a cover over the litter box. Or it might smell funny to them. They're just as picky as we are. Best bet is, remember, rule of thumb, have one litter more than you have cats. So if you have two cats, you need three litters to prevent any kind of problems in the household. If you have uh, uh, multi-cats, there's a multi-cat, world's best cat litter. I'm going to give away that bag right now, can I, Judy? one 405 Or you can head on over to the website and get a $3 off coupon. A uh, whole bunch of deals this week over there. Uh, one Shot Plus, they're doing that. Uh, $10 off this week. Uh-huh. We, we're lucky. We get to hook up with a lot of people that do sell a lot of great pet products, and we're able to give them to you at a discount. And, of course, you can learn more about them at AnimalRadio.com. Plus, we get to test them out here first. Gotta love that. <laughs> Let's go to the phones at one 405 8405 I think we have another Bobby on the phone. Hi, Bobby. Hello. How are you? Uh, good, and you? Very good. Standing to my right is the animal radio vet. i got to tell you that. She just doesn't just come in for the show. She actually is our vet, Dr. Debbie White. And you can call well, her just thank Dr. You. Debbie. Dr. Deb, you name it. I'm here. What can I do uh, for you today, Bobby? Yes, I have a cat, and I have three of them. But one of them, she will only eat dry, I mean, yeah, wet food, and she gets okay. sick a lot. Is there a particular and brand she- that you feed her? Do you change it up on her? Uh, we have tried changing it, and uh, she's long-haired, and I okay. didn't know if it might have been the hairball, but they won't eat. I thought uh, it looks like tar, but they w- they will not eat that. Yeah, it's hairball. rotten stuff. <laughs> i got to admit it. As veterinarians, we recommend this hairball laxative all the time, and it comes in that tube like toothpaste, and yeah. you squeeze yeah. it, and you're supposed to put it on their paws or in their mouth. Cats hate it. I, I recommend that. It's not a, not a great thing. Um, but I do like to try to strive towards working on hairballs. If we have a kitty that does vomit on occasion, and I think um, brushing is a huge part, especially with a, a medium or long-haired cat, um, because you want to get some of that hair coat loosened up and out of there otherwise she's going to do it for herself and <laughs> she's going to ingest yeah. it so i would make sure you work really hard on that and you know there are some other hairball treats out there things like that that might be of value um but i'm also a fan of uh, you know checking out for some things that can cause vomiting that might be a medical problem um i would certainly make sure we get our a nice fresh um, steaming poopy sample over to your veterinarian and have that checked out. Um, even indoor kitties can have parasites, so we want to make sure that we check for that, and that can be an occasional cause of vomiting. And um, as far as, you know, I guess the fact that she prefers canned food, that's not a necessarily a bad thing, but there sometimes are different types of um, preservatives that are in canned food that don't always agree with cats really well. And uh, that would be something that I might try switching away from that food. And we might even try a hypoallergenic diet, which can be twofold. There's a lot of GI problems we can see in cats where they get what we call inflammatory bowel disease, basically kinds of like even food allergies. So if we go to some of these alternative diets, we're actually treating a problem and hopefully avoiding those consequences of the vomiting. So I would definitely say that, Bobby, that might be something for you to investigate with your veterinarian. 
And okay. uh, some sometimes I'll even uh, even if I don't see anything on that that fecal test and checking for parasites, that occasional vomiter I will also put them through a deworming trial. And generally, at my preference is Panicure. If we're just kind of treating to to make sure we've tried to treat for what we can, and that is a dewormer that uh, you can get with your veterinarian. It's it's also available over the counter as well. Um, but those are the big things. And and I know I had a cat that was the biggest hairball puker, <laughs> and those uh, those presents are just not joyous, are they? No, no, they are not. <laughs> so, okay, thank you very much. Okay, well, good luck with that, and uh, keep up that brush, and that is such a big part when we're dealing with kitties and hairball concerns and so forth. This is Dr. Debbie. Give us a call or email us here. I'm at docdebbie at animalradio.com. Bobby working on a, a story now about H3N8. Do you know what that is, Doc? I sure do. It's the a, good old canine influenza. Yeah, wow. apparently, yeah, you know, we're talking about all the swine flu. It seems to, to dominate the news right now. So the dog flu has its own number. Yeah, it does. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. Yeah. More details about that uh, with Bobby working on news. I understand that you just got handed. Can you hand that to me? I'd like to see that. Doctor's reading something about a recall. What do you have over there? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, Bobby and I were chatting about this. Um, the di- uh, The... There was a recently a pet food recall for cat food that didn't have enough of a, a basic essential nutrient, thiamine, mm. and it's a B vitamin. So yeah, that was a kind of a interesting thing we were chatting about, and made me realize a lot of people don't know about a problem with tuna fish. Yeah, well, I always give my cat tuna fish. Shouldn't I not do that? Shouldn't I not do that? That's like a double negative. I shouldn't do that, should I? <laughs> shouldn't I not? <laughs> well, actually, there can be some bad things with feeding cats tuna fish or any raw fish. Uh-huh. So a little bit probably won't be a big deal. But believe it or not, um, raw tuna and raw fish can actually cause a B vitamin deficiency. It contains an enzyme that breaks that down. Uh-huh. So pets can develop a nutritional problem, neurologic disorders, and can become really quite sick. So don't feed your cats just tuna. It is not a healthy diet. <laughs> That's like a big misconception. We always see that. That in yeah. the cartoons and on TV. Yeah, well, they like it. But just like anything, animals will eat a lot of things they like, but it may not always be the best thing for them to eat as a sole diet. So if you give them, a, if you want to, you know, sneak in a little canned tuna, a little, you know, every once in a while, how often is too much? <laughs> you know, it's really not well defined, but general guidelines would be if it's less than 10% of their total diet, then you're probably okay. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things. A little bit might be okay, but don't get crazy and get excessive. <laughs> Every couple weeks. Yes, little, just kind of like the, the trips to McDonald's. Just yeah. in minimums. <laughs> now, you, you mentioned thiamine. Is that a nutrient that's uh, it's just not absorbed when you have tuna? How does the thiamine play in and this recall, which apparently the, the food doesn't have the thiamine in it, the amount that it says it has in it or the amount that it needs to have in it? Well, cats are really particular. They need a certain amount of thiamine, and we have to usually add that into food. So this particular food didn't have enough of that in it, so it is deficient. Um, so it, with cat, uh, or I'm sorry, with tuna, what happens is there's an enzyme called thiaminase, and it actually breaks down any of the thiamine that's present. So you could be feeding a healthy diet and canned tuna, and it's theoretical that it can actually break down the absorption of the good thiamine in the uh, cat food. So, yeah. Yeah, kind of interesting. The cats 
require a different diet than dogs. We get a lot of calls of people saying, well, I got dogs and cats. Can I feed them the same food? Well, the dogs don't require the same amount of protein that cats do. They require a very stringent diet. Oh, sure. And every species is different. And I got to tell you, one of the craziest things I heard of a client feeding their cat was sugared pet or sugared human cereal and milk. Oh. And he did develop a thiamine deficiency, I'll go on to say. So um, I've seen it. It's a rare thing. But if you don't feed a good cat diet, it can happen. No more Cocoa Puffs for Nike, okay? That's got to nope. end right now. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. We're here for you. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. You know what they say, two heads are better than one. Unless they're on the end of a snake and they're fighting with each other. A Missouri boy found a rare two-headed snake with two independently thinking brains. Ten-year-old Cody Kinnear was playing in his backyard when he found the two-headed baby black snake crawling on a stump. He brought it into show and tell the next day, but his mother suggested they take the snake to the local wildlife conservatory. Snake experts are taking extra care with the snake, which they say is about a week old. Feeding hasn't been easy because it's really two snakes with one body. So they feel like eating at different times or worse, at the same time. That's when the fighting starts. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Pennsylvania is not taking dog fighting lying down. The state attorney general's office announced a $5,000 reward for tips. The crackdown focuses on all types of animal combat, not just dog fighting, which brought in 400 complaints just the first six months of this year. Pennsylvania is offering the reward for any information that leads to the arrest and conviction of anyone involved in animal fighting. The reward is being funded by a grant from the Holland M. Ware Charitable Foundation. And did you get your flu shot yet? Hmm. Did you get one for your dog? Huh? There is indeed a canine influenza, or H3N8. Hmm. It's a new strain of the flu that's highly contagious with symptoms resembling kennel cough. While most dogs recover from the canine flu within a few weeks, just like humans, there are some who are more vulnerable. A vaccine is recommended for dogs in kennels or daycare facilities and shelters, as well as dogs who come in close contact with other dogs, you know, out at dog parks or dog shows. So check with your vet. Founder of Gentleman's Magazine Playboy, that would be Hugh Hefner, has got a couple of new puppies. Not what you're thinking. Uh, I don't mean the three new blonde girlfriends. There's actually a couple of dogs at the Playboy Mansion, thanks to Crystal Harris and twins Carissa and Christina Shannon. Charlie is Crystal's puppy, and the twins have Ambrosius, a dark furry rescue dog. Of course, I'm guessing if you tune into the Girls Next Door on TV, you're not interested in those puppies, maybe other ones. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Your home can be full of hazards. Here's a tip to minimize dangers. Keep antifreeze out of reach. It has a sweet aroma and taste, but can be fatal. Also, be careful when using baited pesticides. These products are scented to attract pests, but can also lure our pets. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... 
One-Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one-shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. This is Animal Radio, baby. Oh, after years of doing this show, I've learned that the food you feed your animals can make a big difference. And I've watched animals with the most horrible coats turn into nice, shiny coats. I've seen animals that haven't been so sharp get really sharp, sharper than me. <laughs> well, that's not, <laughs> That doesn't say much. I'm saying a lot there. <laughs> but uh, what, it really is true. You are what you eat. And it's the same thing for our animals. A few minutes ago, we were talking about allergies. Some uh, mm-hmm. gentleman that was uh, trying allergy foods out on their animals. And I hear about this a lot. Somebody calls up and they'll say, you know, I tried this food out and the problems still exist. How long have you been yeah. trying the food out? Why well, one week? I've tried the food about one week. It really takes longer than that, doesn't it, Doc? Like a, at least oh, a month. Yeah, you. At least we usually go if we're trying a, a special diet for a hypoallergenic diet. It's about a month to two before we switch, and you know you can't just stop there. Sometimes we have to find uh, product B or C, and uh, every pet's different. So. so it takes a little bit of time. It might take six months before you find the perfect food or more, right? Absolutely. Okay. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We have Donna on the phone. Hi, Donna. Hi. How are you today? Very good. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing fine. Now that I got all of y'all. Oh, well, good. How can we help you? <laughs> okay. I have a toy poodle. He's ten months old, and I got him to put on the truck with me, but my company said no, we couldn't have pets. So my son was watching him, and he has an English bulldog. Well, they played together and all, and just one day she turned on him and got him, and uh, she got his, I don't know if she got his jaws, uh, or what happened, but he called me, told me there was a lot of blood coming from her, and, and that, and, uh, from him, and he ran and hid and wouldn't come out for two days. But um, I, what I was wanted to find out about is, ever since then, his breath has been so, so bad. That I can't, I almost puke when I smell it. His and breath? Then, yes. And then his jaw, now, he hasn't been, you know, whining or crying or anything with it until here last week he started crying with it. My daughter said, he woke me up crying. Mama said it's pitiful. Oh. And, uh, but it looks like his jaw, sometimes it looks like it's set to the left. Sometimes it looks like it's set to the right. The bottom of his bottom mouth looks like it's to the right sometimes. Sometimes it looks like it's to the left. And oh, no. I, did, so, I didn't know if it could, could they be dislocated or... Well, sure. Now, I just want to be clear clear how this injury is. So the poodle is having the jaw problem? Right. After the... After, <laughs> okay. I was going to say, because I was trying to imagine the, the ballerina biting the Mack truck, and <laughs> the other way around makes much more sense. So, okay. So, yes. Now, um, definitely, and, and we could be dealing with a, a luxation or a dislocation of the jaw or the TMJ joint, but we could also be dealing with a fracture there. So that's just such a big force on a, on a little poodle. So, gosh, yeah, I would say, now, have you seen the vet at all with this? Well, my daughter was going to take him to the vet this morning because after he started this crying and that, I got concerned, and I drive a truck, and 
I'm in Pennsylvania. And so I told her, you know, please go take him to the vet. I talked to the vet down there. And mm-hmm. uh, so she got locked out of her car and couldn't get him there today. And he won't be in, next, you know, all next week. But I am going to have mm-hmm. to get him to the vet because, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. He said it could be an infection in him causing his breath to smell like that. Cause it's yeah, never, absolutely. Because it never, smell like that. And yeah, and usually if, if you smell something that smells like sewage coming out of your dog's mouth, whatever the cause, yes, oh that's God. generally a sign of infection. And I would be really be very concerned here because if we've got a jaw that's moving around, that means it's unstable, that means we may not eat well, that means we may be going through a lot of pain. So I would definitely encourage you, Donna, to work on your family members. Get this baby to a veterinarian. And I'll tell you what, one of the first things we're going to want to do is actually probably use anesthesia to do a good oral exam um, that may entail taking some x-rays because if there is something dislocated or broken, we're going to need to get a better idea of what we're going to be tackling here. Um, So I would definitely do that. Plan on antibiotics, but I would really be planning on um, having some probably sedated or um, anesthesia for x-rays so we can really get a get a good diagnosis on what we need to do for this baby because, mm. yeah, that jaw should not be moving like that. Yeah. And I would, Donna, I, would I don't want you to wait a week. I'm a little concerned about that. I think you yeah. need to get well, in sooner. Yes, well, I, I'm going to be off all next week, so I will take him. I've got two or three vets that I use there, and I will take him as soon as I get in. I get in Monday, so I okay. will go ahead and take him because it is my concern. He never cried or anything, you know, and I thought, well, everything was okay. I just didn't know why his breath was bad, and somebody yeah. told me that, you know, it's him eating soft dog food that causes his breath to be like that. So mm, I put no. him on hard dog food, and he hasn't hardly been eaten. So I switched him back. I told my daughter I said, put him back on the soft dog food. Yeah. Well, we hope it's something yeah, as simple as that, but geez. Yeah, we need to get this baby to the vet ASAP. So I I wouldn't even advocate wait until Monday. Uh, If you have family that can take him to an emergency vet, I would say that is the number one thing I'd advise for you here, Donna. So I'd encourage you to get this baby as soon as you can to the vet. Oh, I will because, I mean, this is is my baby here. Go take care of your baby. I will, and I appreciate you talking to me. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you much. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. Don't you just wish they could hold their animal up to the radio and you could see what Uh, was wrong? No, I have a good feeling that this is... She she needs to see a vet, man. (laughs) There's some calls that I had a feeling it would be one of those... Go to your vet. Well, maybe next week I'll take them in. Go to your vet. Good day, Animal Radio listeners. It's Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming at you. I uh, wanted to t- relay a little story to you, maybe get some some advice from you. I've got new neighbors next door, and there was like major construction going on in, in their yard. Um, I know this for a fact because my wife spent four hours in the afternoon just peeking through the curtains uh, and staring at what they're doing. Any upgrades to any house in the area, the wives are all like, huh? did you see the new steps, three doors now? Those are beautiful, beautiful stone. Did you see the new curtains across the street, three doors to the left? No, I, I don't see these these things, but the women do. God bless them. But this was major construction. Uh, come to find out they're putting in a koi pond in their yard. It was really beautiful, if you ask me. They had nice slate, and the water's going to be running. 
They're filling it with fish. And I spoke with the neighbor, uh, uh, introduced myself and spoke with him. I looked beautiful. I love the sound of the running water. I love the sound of the fountain. And uh, the fish he described to me sounded beautiful. Uh, but when I la- it, it took me a while. It wasn't until later when it dawned on me, uh, why not just mail an invitation out to foxes? Uh, perhaps some ba- there's been some bear sightings in, in this particular part of Connecticut. Uh, why not just let every, uh, every animal in the area know that uh, you've got a happy hour buffet and uh, they can just cut right on through my yard to get to it? So I brought this up to um, a guy I know whose brother is big into fish. We, we have fish ourselves right now. The kids love the fish. It's going to break their heart when they look out the window and they basically see something we stumble upon on the Discovery Channel happening next door. And he said they actually had to put a netting over it to keep the animals from from feeding on the fish. Although, what's that going to do to a fox? And you're still just going to have a bunch of neurotic colorful fish uh, every night. You think I, w- I want to take my kids over to the pond next door to say, hey, look at the nervous wreck fish. Yeah. No, they're not cold. Uh, it is this, it's, it's beautiful out. Uh, they're trembling because they know tonight that fox is going to try to get to them again. Are these homemade ponds really a good idea? Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio, just asking questions. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. If you have over $12,000 in credit card bills, call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. We have a proven program that can cut the amount you owe and get you out of debt faster than you think. Every day we help people with too much credit card debt. Find out what we can do for you. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. And you're listening to Animal Radio. Hi, this is Victoria Stillwell for Animal Radio. Never buy your puppy from a pet store.
1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the dream team. That could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlad the world famous Russian dog wizard. With your dog behavior questions, animal communicator Joy Turner right now is up. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm marvelous, Hal. How's your world? Very good. I believe we have Joy on the phone? Yes. Two Joys. Oh, what a Joy. How, how are you doing, Joy? <laughs> I'm great. You're on with the great animal communicator Joy Turner. Hello, Hi, Joy. Thank you. You're Hi. welcome. Can you tell me the name of whoever you'd like to talk to? Uh, yeah, uh, Heidi and Brant. Brat, like B-R-A-T? Mm-hmm, like a little spoiled brat. <laughs> okay. And they are? They're miniature dachshunds, and they ride with me in, in my truck, and I just wondered if they're happy doing what they're doing. Okay, well, they're both a little bit taken back by the question because they think it's their job to what they're calling ride shotgun, which means they go with you and keep you company and make sure you stay awake and make sure you're happy and do all those kinds of things with you. Mm-hmm. And they want to know if they're not doing their job well enough if you have to ask if they're happy. Oh, they're just wonderful. And that's just exactly what they do. When we go back and go to bed or take a nap, they're in the front seat and he is guarding like he is watching it. Yes, and they're you know, absolutely... watching for us. They're delighted to be doing this work. Oh, great. That makes me feel better. Sometimes they look so sad, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, maybe this isn't what they want to do. No, they say, well, they like it when they get the opportunity to be stationary sometimes, too, but they both want you to know that they they take their jobs very seriously, and they're not both the exact same jobs, but they all relate around those things that they just mentioned. Exactly, exactly. And I have a cat that passed, and I think he passed. He disappeared, and I just wondered. His name was Jackson. How long ago did he disappear? About uh, two and a half years ago. Okay, and what city or state was he by when he disappeared? He was in Oklahoma. The town was Jay, J-A-Y, Oklahoma. Yeah, he tells me he's not in his body anymore. Okay. And he said that he knew he was going to be sick, so he really needed to go. Uh Uh-huh. Because he didn't want to be sick. Excellent. Okay. That's that's kind of what I thought. I hope that answers. Yeah, I hope hope that answers some questions for you, Joy. We appreciate your call today. It's great, and thank you so much. I enjoy your show. So thank, thank you very much. one 405 to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner. What are you doing, Bobby? Guess. <laughs> Did I tell you that Sammy the Cat brought in this gigantic-sized dragonfly the other day? Last, no, last week it was Still a hummingbird. Still alive, mind you. It was a hummingbird last week. Oh, she week. did that. No, that's Chloe that does that. This yeah. was one of those big-ass dragonflies. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, she just likes to bring everything in that she catches. I have to have a word with my cats. Yeah, maybe Joy could do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck with that. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... 
One-Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one-shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. This is Animal Radio. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. I'm sorry, I was just taken aback there for a second. Why are you trying on the taco costume? You, I thought she was going to wear the ladybug costume. I just had to see how cute it was. Look at that. Isn't that adorable? That is adorable, but you're going to have to decide between one or the other there. What do you think, Bobby? Well, she can do I think that Judy's change. not the only one that that does this, and and you're going to see a little more about it if you watch the uh, girls next door. You know, Hughes uh, <laughs> playmates. I happen to notice that Judy's not the only one that dresses up dogs. Oh, so. really? <laughs> She's got friends at the Playboy Mansion. Just for hey, special could you get us in there for a party? <laughs> it's so cool. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team or just to uh, talk to Bobby. She's working on news now. She twitters. She's like the social networker here at Animal Radio. Thank she, you. I'm your social social butterfly. You prefer Twitter over the uh, phone, I assume. You know what? More people communicate with us via Twitter, and it just cracks me up. And each and every weekend, we have more and more followers that are jumping online and saying, "You know, we were listening to the show and." Now we're following you, so that thing's really like taken that. off. They're I'm wonder- telling you, they're wonderful tweeple. Tweeple, get it? <laughs> I, want, I want to point this out that October is National Feral Cat Month. Oh, what does that mean I exactly? I don't know. I just found it out, so I'm, I'm telling you, it's National Feral Cat Month, and so they want you to be nice to feral cats. <laughs> there, well, we actually brought a cat in this month, a black cat, so we feel like uh, feel like we've done our job. Yes, and a there lot of people. In- if you ha- yes. If you have an area uh, organization that that helps feral cats, you know, donate to them and help protect and, and improve the lights of those little kitties around the country that are out there living in the wild. Now, last week you you scolded me. Both of you scolded me for mentioning a, we should adopt a black cat during October. No, we didn't scold you. Well, we but just you said can't. you can't. That they their shelters and Doofus. rescue organizations won't allow you to. Because they think it's going to be sacrificed? That's right. They don't like to do it. Because there's a certain element of idiots Mm -hmm. in the population that think that Halloween is a good time to do bad things to black kitty cats, which is why most shelters and organizations protect them for that very reason. Mm, Okay. Well, after Halloween, go out and get yourself a black cat. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, both, you know, as far as cats go. It's the black cat. For the dogs, it's the black lab. These are very unadoptable animals in the shelters. They're usually the ones that are euthanized. Well, you know that uh, black cats are very slimming. Yeah, they are slimming. They'll make you look much better. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's also the new pink. Yes, and and if you go to a black tie affair, you don't have to get that lint roller out. Pink, black. Mm, uh uh Pink and black and, and now blue. This healthy helping, this healthy helping of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Joy, you're dressing up your animals for Halloween, I assume? Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Good one, Joy. Are, are you ready to go to the phones? Absolutely. Okay, who do we have? We have Marty. Hi, Marty. How are you? Uh could be better. Oh, how can we help you? Well, I'm missing my dog for about four months now. 
Did your dog pass over? No, uh, I don't know. I'm a truck driver, and uh, what happened was I was out on the road, and he come up missing out of this pen, and I don't know if he's dead or if he's just lost or just somebody's got him. No idea. Okay, and tell me what kind of a dog and what his name is? Uh, he's a blue healer in lab. And, and what, what's his name? Bandit. What city and state were you in when he went missing? Mineral Wells, Texas. He tells me somebody has him. But he's doing well. Someone good or someone bad, Joy? Um, well, he's doing well, and he's not showing me that he's afraid. It's just he's not quite sure why he's there instead of with you, Marty, but it's not somebody that's hurting him or anything. Maybe and he shows found me him? that he thinks they just found him and didn't know what to do with him, so they kept him. Okay. That's um, good well, news. Yeah, it is, because we thought he passed on. You might want to um, put some signs up, even though it's been a while, in that general area. If he wasn't too far away from wherever he was when he went missing in the town, somebody there might recognize the signs and get it back to you. Well, I'm having a feeling that he's farther away than just where I was at, because I've checked with the animal shelter and a couple other places, a couple vets over there, and they have not found him. Okay. Well, and if somebody has him, they wouldn't maybe take him to an animal shelter, and they may not have had a reason to take him to a vet. So I would put out the word. I would go online. There's a lot of websites online for missing animals. So if okay. somebody's, although he doesn't show me that they're actually looking for where whoever he came from. The intention uh, he shows me is that they're just keeping him because he's a good dog. Well, that likes to load up a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, that's good news, actually. I'd be yeah. looking into that. Yeah. Very good. Thanks oh. for your call, Marty. You know what? Appreciate I don't know if, uh, Joy, you can help locate Marty. I can put you on the air later or put you off in the air later and you two can talk later. Maybe. The, I don't know. You do that sort of thing, don't you, Joy? I do work with missing animals. Yeah, it's hard for them to, especially if they're in a not familiar to them place, to um, tell me like street names or anything like that. But certainly if Marty wanted to call me, I could see what we could find out in greater detail from Bandit with more time. Okay, hold on for one second. I'll let you two talk off the air. That's all we have time for today. Remember, you can get in touch with any one of us at the AnimalRadio.com website. Send your news stories and your events to Bobby. You're looking over that yeah. stuff all week long, aren't you, girlfriend? I actually read the emails, Hal. It's my job. And the phones are active all week long at 1-866-405-8405. Have a great Thanks, week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.